Hello and welcome back to the 5 Minute Philosophy Podcast. Uh, Today we're going to be talking all about the cosmological argument for God's existence. So in short, this basically argues that we can prove God's existence through his ability to create the universe, whether that be through questions of infinity, contingency, causation or whatever. Arguments like these tend to speak of God as a prime mover or first cause or uncaused causer or unmoved mover. The list goes on. Um, Now, the main person associated with this argument was Thomas Aquinas. You know, he was a busy guy. He seems to crop up just about everywhere. And he even had time to formulate three types of cosmological argument. Uh, The argument from motion, the argument from causation and the argument from necessity. So, shall we have a look at these? Yes, please. Um, okay. Um, these all appear in Aquinas's Summa Theologica, part one, if you're interested. So, first up, we have the prime mover argument, or the argument from motion. Um, we love primary sources here, so I'll read straight from the Summa Theologica itself, shall I? So, Aquinas writes that, It is obvious that in the world some things are in motion. Whatever is moved is moved by another. It is impossible that in the same respect and in the same way a thing could be be both mover and moved. If that by which it is moved is itself moving, then this must also be moved by something else, and that by something else again. But this cannot go on to infinity. So this is kind of, he's just saying that things put other things in motion. But the things that put the things in motion are already in motion, which have been put into motion by another thing that's in motion. So, you know, you get you get the idea of infinite regress kind of thing. So he goes on to say that to stop this infinite regress of movers moving things, there must be a prime mover or an unmoved mover, which is God, uh, conveniently. Um, <laughs> so the second argument the argument from causation is pretty similar to this first one. This is kind of to do with cause and effect and how every effect has its own cause. It can't cause itself. So, for example, a baby can't give birth to itself (laughs) because then it would already have to exist and be pregnant with itself. And you get the idea. Um, Aquinas writes that without a cause, there is no effect. And we can probably unless I'm missing something really big, agree with him on this one. But if we rewind back through time, um, in the history of causes and effects, surely without giving into infinite regress, there seems to be, or there needs to be, a first cause or uncaused causer. And who is this? You guessed it. Um, God. And finally, we moved on to the third and final installation of Aquinas's cosmological argument, the argument from necessity. This kind of gives an explanation for why God can exist as an unmoved mover or uncaused causer, because it goes without saying that this is not the case with anything else in the world. So that's kind of what the arguments rely on, I guess, the universality of the laws of motion or cause and effect. So why can God have this existence when nothing else can? The answer is, drum roll please, um, oh, I don't know if you can hear that, drum roll on the microphone. Um, sorry if that was distressing, oh my gosh. Um, the answer is that God has necessary existence, Ooh. and we just have contingent existence. So if something has necessary existence, it means that it doesn't rely on anything else to exist, 
and it's not possible that that being wouldn't exist it's not possible for it not to exist so its existence just must be the case and doesn't rely on anything else to cause or maintain its existence we can see how this fits in with the other two arguments which are all about how material contingent things interact with each other and the points at which these interactions motion or causation started so God can't have a contingent existence, he can't rely on anything else for his existence because otherwise we would have to figure out what, say, caused God. Think of it as kind of a line of dominoes where the first domino is God, or maybe our finger that tips them over is God, I don't know. Um, So there you have it. The argument is all to do with ideas of motion and causation and how God acts in all of it as the start of it all. Obviously, this argument relies on the assumption that infinity is impossible. Um, I don't know, you might disagree. And also we could say it kind of jumps to conclusions about the nature of this unmoved mover or uncaused causer because really the only thing that we can infer from Aquinas' argument um, is that this description doesn't really come at all close to the concept of the Abrahamic God, for example, who's considered to have many more characteristics like, I don't know, benevolence, omniscience and so on. So, I don't know, maybe if you're convinced by this argument, you can see it as maybe a starting point and then you could turn to, I don't know, other arguments to jump from the mover or causer than this argument gives us to the idea of God seen in various religions uh, like Christianity, Islam, Judaism, But, you know, that's all for now. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next Sunday, of course, with another instalment. Bye for now.